Baby, what do you want for Christmas? A baby. Whoa. No. You getting <laughs> Just cold. Just kidding. Getting cold. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I'm Dustin Harder, and this is Keep On Cooking. Hello, and welcome to Keep On Cooking, the podcast dedicated to plant based cookbooks and the authors who wrote those cookbooks. I'm your host, Dustin Harder, and he's my tall, jolly elf who just got back from cleaning Santa's. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. This is what the people want. From cleaning what? What was I cleaning? I'm your host. Dustin Hada, and he's my tall, jolly elf who just got back from cleaning Santa's sleigh with Santitizer. It's my husband and producer of the pod, David Rossetti. <laughs> How you doing, David Rossetti? <laughs> I am great. I am great. Now that um, I have that fabulous introduction, Santitizer. How topical yet fun. <laughs> I want to do it again. Why? Because I forgot to say North Pole. <sighs> I think we get it. <laughs> All right, we're going to continue going because that well, was hilarious. This is the Christmas episode, and we have, jingle a, bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. We have a few little treats in store for you. But first, Ooh. a big announcement. We're back. We are back, back, back again. To, well, kind of back. We will be back with a brand new crop of episodes in January. That's right. <gasps> and since You heard it here, is, folks. Yes, you heard it here. And since this is our podcast, we decided to do it our way. And That's that right. way is that you're going to get a holly jolly New Year's gift of 12 brand new episodes all at once, Hanny. Ooh, just like the 12 days of Christmas. You're just- going to get 12 brand new episodes of January. Well, and I'm saying it's 12. It could be 13. Could be it more. could be 14. But I know we have 12 uh, that we're getting ready to go for you right now. Yeah, I know. no need to wait every week for a new episode. You'll get 12 in a whole batch and be able to binge them. Um, or savor them at your leisure. Yes. And or we have- leisure. Leisure. Which, mm, leisure? Do you say leisure? I say leisure. Do you say leisure? Do I you don't s- know. I think I say leisure to be silly. But for but for like realsies, you wouldn't say like le- leisure at your leisure. Oh, to say be silly. I get it. I get yeah. it. Well, we have some really amazing guests lined up too. I've done some really cool interviews in the last few months. I'm excited to share it, and I'm doing one tomorrow night. I know everyone will be very excited about. Mm-hmm. But we will get a little uh, teaser of guests for the new episode later. Yeah, for now, let's uh, chat about what we have today. Chef Ron DeSantis joins us from Hungry Planet. Yeah, Chef Ron DeSantis is the culinary futurist at Hungry Planet. Before working at Hungry Planet, he was the director of quality assurance and excellence for Yale Dining at Yale University. Before joining Yale, Chef Ron was director of consulting at the Culinary Institute of America for seven years. Wow, two big institutions. Uh, In this role, he advised hundreds of prominent dining establishments and food service operators. Yes, he is a graduate and 25-year veteran of the Culinary Institute of America. Chef Ron has cooked for a variety of audiences, including military, in-flight catering, 
fast food service, fine dining preparations, and health-conscious cuisine. While working at the Culinary Institute of America, Chef Ron gained certified master chef status, making him one of the only 62 active certified master chefs in the United States. Oh. I know, right? Hashtag humble brag. Excuse you? Actually, brag brag. Double brag. Uh, double brag. Um... And what is Hungry Planet? Do tell us. Um, do tell us. I will. Uh, Hungry Planet offers a full range of delicious, nourishing plant-based meals, I'm sure, or meats, sorry. I'm sure plenty of our listeners, and, and we've uh, tried them, uh, crafted by chefs with a vision of enabling culinary freedom that's good for our health and the earth. Uh, they make it easy to swap in the meats for conventional meats in any cuisine with any flavor across all proteins without compromise. I love Hungry Planet. Delicious. Yeah, they've got some crab cakes that David and I spoon Ugh. over, and I just made a tasty hamburger helper with their ground beef last night. Did you like it? It was amazing. It was so good, right? So tasty. Yeah, and you all, I'm actually going to have that recipe for you in January uh, when and we do a little uh, Hungry Planet collaboration recipe. Uh, so I'll have that hamburger helper recipe available for you. Uh, for now, we have a giveaway coming up with them, which we'll talk more about at the end of the episode. It's very Christmassy. So many things. This episode is so Jam-packed. meaty. Yeah, it's so meaty. <laughs> But vegan meaty. Vegan meaty and just full of little, uh, not Easter eggs, but Christmas presents for you. Christmas eggs. And yes. And not eggs. (laughs) Christmas eggs. We're getting into trouble here. And the first one we'll offer for you is uh, that Chef Ron wrote a holiday cookbook (gasps) using Hungry Planet meats. And y'all can get it for free. So in the show notes right now. Yes, 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 yes. Right now? Right now in the show notes, you can go click on the link and get the holiday cookbook for free. And uh, learn how to use some of those Hungry Planet meats in your holiday cooking or just get some holiday holiday recipes and here he is to chat about it it's chef ron DeSantis. he's a certified master chef one of only 62 active certified master chefs in the united states and now he's working with hungry planet to create the future of premium plant-based meats please welcome to the podcast chef ron DeSantis. how are you i'm doing well how are you I am fantastic. Thank you for joining us for the holiday episode of Keep On Cooking. We're very excited about the holidays here. We're going to get right into it with your icebreaker question here. What is a tradition you are looking forward to this holiday season? Okay, so let's settle in. This will take about three and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. You you know, reality is there's so many wonderful things our family is over the years become uh, tradition. I was thinking, okay, which one or ones do I choose? And, and, you know, the one that I'm going to tell you is something that I've done before my kids were born. And now I'm doing with my grandson. And that's every year, make a gingerbread house. Oh, you know, I love it. Well, because then they take it and they take it to school with them. Well, they used to. Nowadays, it's a, sure. you know, it's it's a little trickier. But you know, you take them and the kids just get excited about that, and everybody's involved. The whole family is involved mm-hmm. in making this gingerbread house. So now, my recipe is something that I uh, acquired from a really old German pastry chef while I was working in Germany back in 1982. I'm dating wow. myself. Ah, that's so cool, and, though. And, you know, the, the it, and so it's not a, it, you know, you have to make sure you have all the right ingredients and you pour it right and you put it together. And I have the, fo- the original forms from 1982 that I used to cut out. I still own them. 
And my kids have made that. My family has been involved. Now my grandson makes it. And it's one of those uh, one of those traditions that I really look forward to every year. Oh, that's fantastic. What a great mm-hmm. tradition to have. Oh, that's so wonderful. Mine is um mine's a little mine's a little more general, mainly because of the time and space that we're in here with having, you know, because of the pandemic, I haven't seen my my family and probably like my cousins and aunts and uncles, I probably haven't seen them in three, four years. And I was supposed oh, to no. go home last year for Christmas uh, and did not. So this year I'm going back to Michigan to see my family. So I guess if I were to hone that tradition in a little bit, I would say the Christmas Eve that I spend with my, my large family. My extended That's family. fantastic. Yeah. So going yeah. to get to do that this year, it'll be great. Maybe I'll uh, have us build a gingerbread house as well. That's great. Well, it's always a fun thing to do. Well, fun and delicious. So it goes hand in hand. It's perfect. <laughs> well, you have a very accomplished history in the culinary arts. Can you tell us a bit about your history in food and how it brought you to your current role with Hungry Planet? We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, Bar & Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar & Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! So, uh... I, I've had I've been very very fortunate in my career. I started off as a, a young kid, joined the U.S. Marine Corps, and they, in all their wisdom, said you're going to be a cook. And I thought, <laughs> I guess. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I did really really well. Uh, it, it was just one of those things. I discovered I had a natural aptitude for the craft. Uh, when I finished, uh, when I got out of the service, I went to the Culinary Institute of America. Um, that's where everything really started to take off from there. I spent, uh, several years in Germany cooking at various places and, uh, came back to the U S uh, got a job as an instructor at the culinary Institute of America and con- and continued to have a 25 year career at the world's premier culinary college. Um, when I, when I left, I was director of CIA consulting and we consulted to all the major, uh, food companies and resorts and hotels and restaurants on the planet. It was just an amazing experience. And I got recruited by Yale to take over their position of director of culinary excellence, feeding their, their 6,000 undergrads in 14 distinct uh, dining halls with 15,000 from scratch meals per day. And, you know, it was, it was something that I I hadn't thought about. And I I stepped in there and just had the most amazing people that you could ever imagine working with uh, just completely committed to providing these delicious, nutritious meals for students, and one of the one is a really interesting uh, fact is that over eighty five percent of our menu at Yale was plant based. So I no started kidding. really. It was, and and I used to teach healthy cuisine at the CIA. 
So I was already back then, we didn't call them flexitarians, but I was already a flexitarian because I figured I should practice what I'm preaching. Um, I get to Yale and we're able to just drive this forward with plant-based. And one of the biggest successes also was the blended burger where we took mushroom to excel and replaced some of the, some of the meat with this mushroom. It just, it, the umami of the mushroom to excel made the meat taste better. And, uh, you know, I, I spent quite a, you know, seven years working with them, uh, doing these types of things. And uh, an opportunity came up where a good friend introduced me to Todd Boyman at a conference. And the rest, they say, is history. So I've been with <laughs> uh, with Todd since ni- 2017. And uh, just having a wonderful experience introducing chefs and the public to these amazing plant-based meats. And here's the thing about Hungry Planet, you know, like, like a lot of competitors, we have burgers, delicious burgers, but we have chicken, pork, crab, chorizo, Italian sausage, breakfast sausage, lamb, and some ready to ready to use products like fried chicken breast, uh, chicken cutlets, and Italian sausage meatballs, and um, Asian meatballs, and gyoza, and, and the list goes on. And it's just an and just a great great uh, experience uh, bringing these delicious foods to uh, to the public. That is such a such a journey to hungry planet you've had and how many when you started with hungry planet how many products did they have and like how much have you expanded the product offering since you've been there so when i joined i think we had five or six wow so you and just really uh, ran with it there and there were about that many people that many of us doing this right. as well and <laughs> And, and, you know, now we're up to, uh, you know, I think we're up to 15, 16 uh, distinct uh, food items and uh, really just got a great team pulling this together. Uh, great, great sh- team of chefs and marketers and uh, operations people. And it's it just such a great effort uh, by everybody. It's a pleasure to be associated with every one of them. Well, I love the variety of products you offer with Hungry Planet, and you certainly put them to use in the holiday cookbook that we're going to chat about here. But before we dive into that, you did have a hand in writing another book, The Modern Batch Cookery, written during your time with the Culinary Institute of America. Can you give our listeners a summary on this book? Sure. This is a a book for uh, large batch cooking. And my my co-author and I, uh, Victor Hilase, another certified master chef, uh, we got this idea because there was nothing out there. There was actually a good, there is a good book out there, Food for 50. And we thought, you know, let's bring some menu items to the book that are more current and geared for higher end restaurants and catered events. So that's what we did. And all the recipes are for 50. So uh, unless you know your math and you can scale them down, uh, be ready to prepare a lot of food. And it's, it's really just a great uh, resource uh, for professionals to take a look at. Uh, just, you know, if you're going to make a, if you're going to make risotto for 50, well, it's in there ready for you. If you're going to, 
if you just the larger amounts of things, that's what the book is geared for. And uh, it was fun doing. We had a great time. There's some awesome pictures in there. Uh, we used to do a, a MasterChef dinner each year. It's a fundraiser for students. There are live action shots of the dinner in progress in there. So it's it's a it's a fun it's a fun book to flip through. It's a lot of eye candy in there. Well, my copy's in the mail. I can't wait to get it. It's speaking my language, uh, learning how to scale things up. So I, I'm excited to get it and dive in. Uh, how many recipes are in it? Um, I used to know that off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> ah! to, I know I know that there's something like 130 recipes in, in the book. It, there's a lot of them in there, yeah. All right. Well, that'll be my Christmas gift to myself. So we'll get back to the holidays. We've got the holiday cookbook here, Hungry Planet Holiday Cookbook, The Secret to Making Delicious Holiday Food Healthier. Before we dive into this, listeners, let me tell you the best news of all of this as we're chatting about this book. It is a free ebook available now to help you out with your holiday cooking. You can click on the link uh, that is in the episode description here to get your copy right now as you're listening to this episode episode on your phone. Just go click the link and you can get your copy of this book. So chef, what is an item from this holiday cookbook? That is something you turn to every holiday that had to make it into this book. (laughs) So, you know, other, other than which one is in there, the, we, we took a little different approach this time. Uh, Our one from last year was very, very traditional. And this year we wanted to make it just a little bit more festive and, and try to get some um, other things uh, on there from around the country. So you'll find a matzo ball soup that has Hungry Planet chicken, for example. A beef and potato latke uh, is in there. Beef stroganoff with Hungry Planet, um, Hungry Planet beef. There's an unbelievable butternut stuffing with Hungry Planet Italian sausage. If I was going to say make one thing, go after it. It's a crowd pleaser. <laughs> it's a you know, it's a larger, it's a larger casserole. You can make this and, you know, and, and you put it out and people just keep coming back again and again for it. It's absolutely delicious. That's great. And this book is a nice, it's a fantastic bite-sized collection of ways to use Hungry Planet products uh, in the most delicious way possible. And and Crowd Pleaser starts the book off. You got a buffalo chicken dip in there, mm-hmm. and you've also got uh, chicken meatballs. I, I feel like you can use these for you know an appetizer or a main. But chicken meatballs with a cranberry orange glaze. Tell us about that. Well, the cranberry orange glaze. That's exactly what the what the idea with with that one was. It can be uh, you, you could sit down. You could have that out people coming in you've got these beautiful little uh chicken meatballs um they've got that traditional cranberry maple syrup orange marmalade tiny bit of dijon mustard to zest it up and they're just lightly glazed in that and you know it's it's one of those you can make nice little ones so that you know it's not it's you make them just a mouthful and you know it's a great way to have a a gathering with uh, with friends and family, um, just get them get them going right. And the thing about it is, here you don't have to feel guilty about eating these. The they're they're tr- they're naturally low in in fat, but they're big in flavor. When you start thinking about taking orange marmalade, Dijon mustard, orange zest, those are big bold flavors. 
And mm-hmm. that's what this does. Then you get that light that you cook it down to make that glaze. You got this great flavor on there. And you got these beautiful tender little meatballs. You know, they're tenderized with just a little bit of panko breadcrumbs in there, a little vegan parm to give you a nice umami boost. And, you know, then they, they simply just get, uh, you know, they get baked off a little bit and added to the glaze. And, you know, in a short period of time, you're, you're up and running. Well, now I'm just hungry. That sounds amazing. Ah. That sounds so good. Uh, and yeah. we've got a couple soups you already mentioned. We've got that uh, matzo ball chicken soup, and great for staying cozy this holiday season. A tasty butternut squash soup in there as well. Oh and- man, so talk good. about talk about timing. You know, especially right now. You know, the butternut squash soup, and then you, once again, uh, a few of these little. Um, these little meatballs in there just really, really uh, make it make it dance for you on your tongue. And you know, on these meatballs, there's a little bit of rosemary and thyme uh, that are added to them. And it, you know, so think of that flavor added to a silky, smooth butternut squash soup. It's just everything working in the right in the right direction in that in that particular recipe. Yes. And then we also have breakfast in here, a breakfast strato <laughs> with hungry planet Italian sausage. Uh, now, some of our listeners might not know what strato is. I, I actually didn't know what it was until I saw a movie where uh, Family Stone, I don't know if you've seen it, but Sarah Jessica Parker's character is making it and she drops it on the floor. And I, I ended up looking it up and, and uh, you know, now I know what it is. But can you expand on this dish for our listeners? What is strata? Well, the strata is, is layers. And so basically what we're doing is taking some bread, um, vegan egg and, and, uh, Italian sausage, uh, hungry planet, Italian sausage. You, you can, you can mix it all together or you can layer those so that when you bake it off, you just have these, these, this strata of different layers of flavors and tech textures. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds yeah, like a nice, very satisfying breakfast too. Oh my gosh. You know, it's one of those types of things that, uh, you know, especially, you know, if you you start on a late breakfast and in this one, you've got the, the hungry planet Italian sausage, Mm -hmm. there's some peppers, onions, garlic in there, uh, Parmesan, uh, mozzarella, you know, olive oil, you know, I, my part of my heritage is Italian. So this is just talking my language. I was going to say right right up your alley. (laughs) (laughs) Well, always on the search to have something plant-based to take the spotlight over a Christmas ham or turkey, there is a recipe in here for a roasted vegetable meatloaf featuring Hungry Planet beef and that Hungry Planet pork you spoke of. I imagine this would be great served with the uh, butternut stuffing featuring the Hungry Planet Italian sausage as well. Are home cooks able to use the Hungry Planet meats in this meatloaf just as they would in traditional meatloaf? Well, this is that's a great question. And the thing about the Hungry Planet meats are that you use them as a one-to-one substitution. So everything you would normally do with ground beef or ground pork, you do the same thing with Hungry Planet ground beef or ground pork. And, you know, the, the, the important thing for me is that these deliver a familiar taste and texture. Texture especially, I like to say that our texture is three-dimensional because as you're chewing, as you're biting, as you're eating this, it delivers the proper meat-like texture every single bite. So you're never, you're, you're never disappointed 
with what's being uh, what you're being served. And so that, you know, and it goes right into the, into the meatloaf. I remember when the, when the culinary team was developing this, you know, I'm taking a look at the, I, I, t- I walked into the, into the kitchen. I was like, and I said to the one chef, you know, we really, I don't want you to use regular meat. We have, he goes, chef, this is hungry planet. I was like, God bless you. I love it, man. This is a beautiful <laughs> thing. It was so realistic. I was, I was really stumped just by looking at it. That's and then, great. you know, they, they put, they put some vegetables into, into it mm-hmm. as well. So when you cut it, uh, it's great eye appeal. It's got added flavor from that sort of packing all these goodies into this, uh, into this meatloaf. And then, you know, at the end of it, it's got this, this wonderful ketchup, mustard, brown sugar glaze on the top of it, you know? So at the very end, you're brushing this on there and you're letting it finish baking uh, for the pa- the final 15 minutes. And it's just one of those that you, you want to have this right away. And uh, it does, it'll go great with the stuffing and there's great vegan gravies out there um, that you can buy and make with this and, you know, and, and you're ready to go and, and uh, just a really great way to put together a beautiful holiday meal. Rounds out a holiday plate. What's the secret to a great stuffing? Do you think? Moisture. Yeah, you know, for well, you know, because you know, I I like I like them when they're a little bit when they're a little bit moist, so that they're not really super dry. So if if you know, for me, when I'm mixing these ingredients together for the stuffing, if I put a little bit extra broth or water in there, so it's just a little bit moister, that's okay because during the baking, you're going to lose some of the moisture. So if you add that up front and it's a little softer, you're probably going to be super happy when it's done. That's great. Moisture, everybody listening. And listeners, you can go to HungryPlanetFood.com to find out all you need to know about Hungry Planet, including where to find their products. There is a Find Us button on the homepage, so you can find out where to get Hungry Planet near you. And of course, click the link in episode notes for your free holiday cookbook from Hungry Planet, written by the incredibly talented Chef Ron DeSanta. Chef Ron, thank you so much for chatting Holiday Bites and Hungry Planet with us. Happy holiday to you, holidays to you and yours, my friend. Enjoy the rest of the holiday season. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. And, 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 and thanks for, for talking about our book. The, the culinary team, they put a lot into it. Uh, and we're super happy about that. We're very thrilled to be here to talk with you. Uh, and your listeners and, and share what we love about holidays, cooking and plant-based meats. Oh, that's so great. So many wonderful holiday recipes. From, so great. Uh, Chef Ron DeSantis there. Like we said, you can get the Hungry Planet Holiday Cookbook right now at the links in the the link in the the show notes there. So for free. You, for free, honey. I also want to mention some other free offerings. Uh, I now am the culinary specialist for the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And if you go to... Yes, love? No, I just... That's exciting. Oh, he did a little... I went... <gasps> Um, with the listeners hopefully yes yes a little gasp Um, if you go to the (coughs) physician 
That is me. that. Your it's new, a mouthful. Your new job is quite a mouthful. Yeah, when I've had to say like what I do now, and you say that title. Once you say it, then you immediately then go back to saying PCRM. Once right. the person knows what you're mm-hmm. talking about, but you go to Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine dot com forward slash Thanksgiving. There is a whole free ebook there with holiday recipes in it. You can also search the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine website and find winter holiday recipes. And if you're getting real sassy about it, and you have some guests with allergies or family friends, whoever for the holidays, I am now working on a whole new recipe program for them. Uh, they've had it for a couple of years. I'm just expanding on it, but it's called Universal Meals. So you can find that at universalmeals.com. And what this is, is it offers up uh, allergy-free recipes. So for the holidays, you can find stuff on there if you'd like. So it's void of the top nine allergens and also uh, animal products. And a little bonus on that, but you can uh, go to the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine Instagram Live this Thursday, December 16th. I'll be there at 7 p.m. And I'm going to do some holiday side recipes for you from the Universal Meals. So I'm going to do a classic mashed potato, but I'm actually going to do an oil-free sub. Oh, Yeah, I'm going to make like a little butter sauce out of cauliflower. It's going to be nice. so amazing. All right. Yes, I know, right? And then I'm going to do a stovetop rice stuffing. So tasty and delicious. We delicious. had some for Thanksgiving. Abs- excellent. And then what else am I doing? Oh, I'm going to do a mac and cheese that's uh, it's all veggie based. So it's like a carrot and cauliflower base, and then you can mix it with any pasta you want. So already right there, you so got yeah. three great sides that can feed anybody with any allergy issues that they might have. So it's it's a, a nice resource for people. That's universalmeals.com. But again, all these links are going to be in the show notes. That's the Hungry Planet Holiday Cookbook, the PCRM Thanksgiving ebook, vegan recipes for winter holidays from PCRM, and also the universalmeals.org for sides and come watch me cook live at PCRM Instagram live 7 p.m. Thursday night December 16th okay yeah and I'm talking about all this food and getting cooking uh, we wanted to chat about kind of an item that you know many people might stress over when it comes to navigating the holiday season mm-hmm. um, and that is those hearty centerpieces so like often like a, a turkey or ham let's uh, we wanted to talk about some options readily available to home cooks that are in the stores yeah so this is like our little our little Christmas package episode for you. It's our little holiday gift. We're going to talk about some food. We're going to talk about some cookbooks. Our go-tos. Our go-tos. We're going to talk about some really exciting, uh, a really exciting trip we're going to Mm -hmm. in Ireland coming up. So Mm -hmm. let's get started in on these roasts. David's talking about the centerpiece here. Uh, David and I are purists when it comes to this, and we've tried all these roasts we're going to mention, I think, except for one or two of them on here. David and I love the Tofurky roast. Can't get enough of it every year. It's kind of always tried and true and yeah hits the, hits the spot i mean even my nephew i was gonna say there was it. like four thanksgivings ago where his nephew went to the tofurkey over uh over the turkey so it's a win-win all around yeah and uh the field roast has a celebration roast uh which is more kind of like a roast stuffed with butternut squash apples and mushrooms which mm-hmm. is also delicious um there's the field roast hazelnut cranberry roast and crut and crut and crut uh it sounds like oh um, which of course means baked in a pastry crust yes. uh, for those who speak that language uh, with rosemary, candy, ginger, and sausage stuffing. And that one is good too. And crut. And crut. And crut. Field roast, hazelnut, cranberry roast, and crut. Yeah, it's good. We, um, we, we've had this, we used to prefer this one. We used to always get this one. And, and I think we eventually started settling back into the tofurkey. One thing for me is that... It's also 
a little harder to find the field roast one yes, for us. Yes, it is a little harder to find. But one thing that I like about the tofurkey is a lot of these roasts have a coating on the outside mm-hmm. of it, like a breading or something. And like, again, that goes back to David and I being sort of purists about it. Like, we just like, we like the straight up. Yep. So give me that wheat gluten. Don't wrap anything we're gonna around We're going to definitely it. have bread already yeah, somewhere on the plate and it. stuffing. So we're like, not shy when it comes to it. Uh, uh, the holiday eats. The next one is by Vegetarian Plus. I've not had this one. Have you had these, David? No. I feel like I have seen them, but the brand is called Vegetarian Plus, and they have a vegan turkey roll and a vegan ham roll. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, there's also that 365 plant-based roast with gravy. Yes, and I believe that's another one. I, that's from Whole Foods. Try. And I think it was like a... Yeah, just we kind did of have that like similar two to Thanksgiving's ago. Yeah. And, but I think it was wrapped. I think no, again, it, was. it was wrapped in Correct. a breading. Yeah, uh, Trader Joe's breaded turkeyless stuffed roast, stuffed with wild rice, cranberries, celery, and onions. My mother has got this one for us before. On a yes, that was very sweet, it was very delicious. Um, and then Gardein, kind of the mm-hmm. old classic turkey roast, comes with gravy and is stuffed with brown rice and wild rice, cranberry and kale uh, filling. So I mean, listen, so many things to choose from when it comes to creating a centerpiece for your holiday table, or if you're the only vegan going over to a gathering like Mm -hmm. david and i will be this year we'll probably take one of these over there you know and just cook it before put in a little your little roast a pan and take it over there and stick it in the oven yeah Warm it yeah, up. Warm it up. It'll be great. So next, we're going to get into cookbooks. If you're the one who Naturally. likes to cook, honey, because that's what this podcast is all about. If you get into cooking for the holidays, let David and I give you a little uh, rundown of some of the books we've turned to over the holidays. Gaz Oakley's Vegan Christmas. Just great. You just made a roast from there. We had friends I over did. last I did. I mean, I kind of combined a couple, but like I used his kind of like uh, base and like spice mix and everything, and it was delicious. And yeah. you make those rolls those holiday oh, oh they're these rosemary chili rolls and first of all the recipe makes so many by the way so we're gonna many make, we're it's gonna make it's dangerous like definitely make it for Christmas a Day. party if it's just two of you well and you... we made it for christmas last year it was just the two of us and we we did Oof. it well, if we it was gone in two days, it was we bad. shouldn't have. It was but. not bad. We're going to do it for Christmas Day this year. But it looks very pretty in presentation. Uh, absolutely. Great. And it comes with like a little fondue as well. So it's these really tasty rosemary chili rolls. I half the chili in it now. And it's, I did. It's got I, a kick. Yeah, they sure. did actually half the recipe. Mm-hmm. And it still gave still like had a little 22 kicks. rolls, didn't it? Yeah. I have yeah. the recipe this Thanksgiving when we made it. And it had a lot of rolls. So anyways, Gaz Oakley, Vegan Christmas. Great book. The Super Fun Times... Vegan Holiday Cookbook by Issa Chandra Moskowitz. Obviously, everything's in the title. She goes through all the holidays and more in there. Vegan Holiday Kitchen, Nava Atlas. You know, Nava's written so many, several, many, 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 many many cookbooks. We love Nava. Uh, So Vegan Holiday Kitchen, Nava Atlas. Uh, Epic Vegan by me. Okay. So here's the lowdown. Epic Vegan by my husband. Um, So many things. They've got the festive cheesy spinach bread. Is that? That's an epic vegan. That's epic an epic vegan. vegan. Gotcha. This has become a little hip for us. We're going to take it to Christmas Eve this so, year. It's so good. You know, like it, it involves a little creativity and like artistry, but like people just tear into it and just go for it. Um, and it's basically, it's a little... No, I had to get excited about I, it. I love that you're excited because I love this spinach bread. It's a spinach bread in the shape of a tree, like bread, oh, that's so stuffed with vegan cheddar, a little bit of vegan cheddar, and a cashew cream sauce with spinach, and it gets all gooey and delicious when you bake it. You tear uh, it apart, the cheese stretches, dip in a little marinara. Oh, chef's kiss. I love this recipe so What else much. from that? Uh, well, one of the ones that I think is a fun Christmas one, but 
maybe not for everybody, is the almost famous buffalo chicken lasagna. So good. And lasagnas are perfect for the holidays. So good. Um, and usually for like a pre-holiday or post-holiday meal, right? Sure. If you still have people over or you're having a gathering outside of Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, a lasagna is a nice one to toss mm-hmm. together because everyone will get fed and you didn't have to make a bunch of different things. And, and then like it keeps and a lasagna. for forever. Yeah. You know, and like then you got leftovers. So you don't have to cook too. Um, gluten-free vegan holidays by Jennifer Katzinger. This has a lot of baked goods in it. So if you're getting gluten-free and bakey for the holidays, this is a good one. Quick and easy vegan celebrations by Alicia C. Simpson. Uh, she wrote easy vegan. I think it's easy vegan comfort food. The first vegan book I ever had. She's amazing. So quick and easy vegan celebrations by Alicia C. Simpson. And David, you love this one. Oh, sweet potato soul. Yeah. Um, just lots of uh, crowd-pleasing recipes in here from stuffing sweet potato pie. and Yeah, she's, she's really she's got something it. for everybody, uh, whether it's for Christmas dinner, Christmas brunch, whatever you want to do. There's waffles in there, all sorts of good stuff. So that's our cookbook holiday cooking guide. So for those, those holiday are, parties, yes. for family gatherings. Those you know, are books those are to go-tos. cook from, essentially. Mm-hmm. But now what about a gift-giving guide? Everybody always wants to know, what can I give maybe the new vegan or the seasoned vegan for the holidays, right? And number one on our list, always and forever, always, hands al- down. Always and forever, our girl, Chloe Coscarelli. Ding! I mean, and really any of them really any of them she has four books so let's say you have somebody who's really into vegan baking or vegan desserts get the Uh, chloe desserts Desserts. that's a great one if you have somebody who's been going oh i wish i had like a nice italian uh vegan cookbook chloe's italian kitchen is fantastic for that now if you want something with a wide variety chloe's kitchen her first book is fantastic it's got all the stuff sweets uh dinner lunch all the things beverages in there but then that takes us to sort of an updated version of that a little bit of an elevated version it's a hardcover her most recent release came out like three years ago i think chloe flavor so good we just had the corn sweet corn tamales we that. sure did so delicious. so good so good so that's that's a great one for seasoned and beginner vegans mm-hmm. that's yep, like all around that's a good one for everyone hardcover Another one, uh, these two I really love. They're hardcover. They're big, hearty, hearty books. And David and I have actually been cooking from this first one a lot. And the uh, Issa Chandra, I Can Cook Vegan. Uh, recently, we've been making mm-hmm. things from there. Uh, it's so good, so easy. And it's great for a new vegan because it sort of gives uh, goals in each chapter, like things to accomplish. So you can kind of like put yourself to task a little bit. But my favorite Issa Chandra book, obviously, there's many, many, many. It's called Issa Does It. It's also Just another such a hard cute little copy. title. Yeah, I know, Issa right? Issa Does It. Issa Does It. Um, I love this book. I've cooked for clients from this book and they've loved everything. I've cooked for dinner parties from this book. I've cooked for myself and for David just made mm-hmm. us like, you know, week, quick week, weeknight dinners. So like it really gives you, it runs the gamut in terms of like offerings. And it, again, it's great for the beginner or great for the veteran as well. It, you can't have sweets without, uh, you know, mentioning Lagusta Yearwood. Yeah. I mean, sweet and salty. Yeah. So this book, Sweet and Salty, Lagusta Yearwood, it is just a Trevor tre- treasure trove for anyone who's into chocolates or candy. If you've ever visited her shop, Confectionery in NYC, and had Sweet Marisa's or or um, any of the candies from Lagusta's Lush- Lagusta's Luscious that are in um, Confectionery, or if you've gone to the actual chocolate shop, I believe it's in New Paltz. Uh, it's just a really cool book. And we it's made so strawberry fun. fizzes from Exactly. Here. And it's like, it's getting to learn to make some of those things. Mm-hmm. That's super fun. So, you know, maybe your adventurous friend who likes to 
cook fun things. Well, uh, and the chocolates, you kind of get to dive into different combinations. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're just like, oh, it's orange and chocolate. You know, it's like, oh my so, gosh. It, there's so many different options. I'm trying to think of one right now, but the tahini meltaways are in there, which oh, is a popular one from the store. So good. Uh, which which you a, would, you hear and you're like, yeah. and then you taste and you're like, oh my God. There's a whole to, how to on caramels there, which is really cool, or caramel. Mm. Oh. But also about this book, which I want to know, and it's episode 20 of Coupon Cooking. If you go back and listen, you want to know more about this book by Legusta Yearwood. It's called uh, Sweet and Salty by Legusta Yearwood. I was brought to tears reading this book. She is a phenomenal writer. Um, And I never really expect that when I get into cookbooks. It's always a nice surprise. I'm not saying it never happens. It happens uh, more often than I think it would. But it was, she wrote it so well. And um, the way she talks about her business and the people that she surrounds herself with. And it's sort of a a nice, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, Honor to her mother as oh, well sure. so it's mm-hmm. just it's it's a lovely book uh and the next person we're getting into you know all about her name's miyoko shinner she's got well, she's got several books but the two that have come out most recently mm-hmm. the homemade vegan pantry i think is great for someone who's been vegan for a little bit who then wants to take it to the next level exactly. wouldn't you say mm-hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely and then she's got her new book out the vegan meat cookbook which david what's the what i what what do you make from there all the time the the cheese you make the buffalo mozzarella. Oh my gosh, the buffalo mozzarella. It couldn't be is, easier, right? It couldn't be easier. And then, like before you know it, you have like vegan mozzarella. Like, oh my in gosh, in a jar. It's Just like crazy, fascinating. Yeah, fascinating and so delicious. It's like so delicate, delicious. And creamy. Mm-hmm. It's so so luscious and tasty. So the homemade vegan pantry and the vegan meat cookbook, both by Miyoko Shinner, great great gifts to give. Hardcover books and something that I think someone who's vegan who does not have these yet, they're gonna get very excited. Well, about. and if they. I mean, they know the Miyoko name, I'm sure. Yeah. So they'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God, this is amazing. And this next one is our dear sweet friend. And this thing has been going off the charts on Amazon. It's got five-star reviews, and it is always in one of the top sellers. I'm so proud of her. It's Ashley Madden, the plant-based cookbook. You can go back and listen to an episode about this book as well. We've got a full episode on it. But the cool thing about it is it's all oil-free, gluten, and gluten-free, which you'd think, oh, that's crazy. That can't happen. Let me tell you. Ashley shows you the way. She did it. Not only did she do it, she does it daily on the daily, and she puts all of the knowledge that she's gained from this way of living into this book and it's been 10 plus years that she's been Mm -hmm. she was diagnosed with ms and then she took matters into she used to be a pharmacist she wasn't getting um the results she wanted out of western medicine so she took matters into her own hands with food and that has brought itself to this cookbook that she wrote the plant-based cookbook oil-free gluten-free uh but not taste-free. It is full of amazing recipes. It's even a great one to have on hand for the holidays. Sure. uh, For people who might have any food sensitivities or, you know, are watching their oil intake or anything like that. It's a really fantastic book photographed by her. Also amazing. Um, The next one is the complete vegan cookbook from the natural gourmet center. So I put this on here because one, again, it's a, it's also another lovely hardcover book, but it's an educational book. This is the, where I went to culinary school at and really, I'm kind of like pissed this came out after I went to school there because it's got everything I learned there. But at the same time, I don't regret going because it's where I needed to be in my life at that time. So I'm, I'm really proud of my experience at the Natural Gourmet. But the cool thing is you can get it all in this book now. So it's called The Complete Vegan Cookbook uh, from the Natural Gourmet Center. And it really goes from A to Z, just offering up some really fantastic items um, for a health-forward cooking. Um, and they come from a restaurant sort of uh 
point of view on how to prepare food. And I talked to the project manager for this. Actually, it's one of the episodes coming up. And they really like honed it in so that because it's all recipes from their chef's training program. So they were training chefs, right? They took it and they made the recipes more accessible for the home hmm. cook. Yeah. Sure. So it's really cool. Um, the next one is the Friendly Vegan Cookbook by Tony Okamoto and Michelle Kane. So cute. So cute, right? Yeah. And we've had that pot pie from here. I so many know, times. So many times. And the donuts we've made, the donuts are super super easy to make, fun to make, so cool. Um, and this next one, ooh, David, ooh. we got this one this summer. Ooh, The Mocktail Party by Carrie Benson and Diana... Lacalzi. Lacalzi. Yeah, sorry. I was double, double. Don't be uh, sorry. When, when I had her on, I had to ask her. I was, I was like, it's Lacalzi, right? Lacalzi. Uh, they're on. Yeah, that's super fun. Super fun. We had, and, we had an awesome, like, margarita out of there. Yeah. Several many things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have from there? Um, the I mean, they have like an old fashioned. The, the in Moscow there. Mule. Moscow Mule is delicious so in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so many great things in there. Um, they've even got a little frozen drink section. Oh, I recently made a. You weren't home for it, but it was mm-hmm. a. Um, what's the sham a shamrock shake from there? It was so good. Oh. Yeah, so it's called Mocktail Party. It's plant based. Dare you make a shamrock ah! shake without me home? Well, what if I made it for you and it was bad? I wanted it to, wanted to make sure it was great. Um. I'll make we'll be talking you. about yeah, this I'll later in therapy. How dare you? Uh, so it's called Mocktail Party by <laughs> Carrie Benson and Diana Lacalzi. It's a fantastic mocktail book. So if you're looking to up your mocktail game, just have some fun festive drinks or to give a really... It's a fun... It's it's like a smaller book. I wouldn't say it's tiny. It's not like a pocketbook. No, but, but like... it's like a gift. Like yeah, It's a cute it's book a cute to give as a gift. For... But it's not just one where you're going to be like, oh yeah, it's a cute gift. Sure, maybe I'll make something. You're going to start turning the pages and putting post-its on it because you're going to want to make all of these mocktails. They're so fun. So delicious. So flavorful. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This next one just came out this month in December and I actually already sent one as a gift to a friend. But it's the Gluten-Free Vegan Baking by Gina Fontana. She's also on the podcast and the new episode's coming out. This woman, it's called Healthy Little Vittles on Instagram. Her Instagram is so fun to follow. Her photos are amazing and her recipes are killer. So, Gluten Free Vegan Baking by Gina Fontana. Go check that book out now. And number 10. Number 10. We got to give up for uh, Chef Dustin Harder's uh, books. Who he? Who he? That's me. He's the handsome guy right here. Uh, We say for uh, beginners and shopping on a budget, Simply Vegan Cookbook. Um, So that means you get 150 recipes with two variations on each, making it 450 total recipes. And that really is just to inspire you to you know, do other things too, you know, like level up with your leftovers or you've liked the recipe one way you can try it another way. This is my very first Use what you got in your fridge. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Use what you got in your fridge. That's a great way to do Mm -hmm. it. She'll make one recipe one way and you'll see something and be like, maybe I could add that. Usually about like $10. Mm -hmm. uh, Most bookstores, special edition at um, Barnes and Noble, which is exciting. They don't have it anymore. They don't have (gasps) it anymore. Oh, no, they, they had a, a a brief run of hardcovers, but now you need to order the book from them. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Or um, go in the store and get it, but I don't think they have any more of that special version. You want to buy this book online, um, or you can buy it you know, at your local store, but it's called The Simply Vegan Cookbook. It also made the list of Forbes' best vegan cookbooks, mm-hmm. I might add. Uh, and like David said, it's usually $10, sometimes 11 12 but it's around there. It's a lot for the value. You get a lot for it. Um, and all the recipes focus on easy-to-find ingredients, minimal prep, and food that is ready in 30 minutes or less so that's the simply vegan cookbook yeah and so make it a fun bundle um and add your current one also great for beginners but also offering some uh kitchen inspiration to vegan veterans your new book that just came out this year 
me. Mm-hmm. Um, Epic Vegan Quick and Easy, which, I mean, I will tell you from my perspective, is definitely your your best. And oh, you work so hard on it um, to make it quick and easy. And folks, he did test every recipe multiple oh times. Always. Like, always, always. always but That's like, why I'm not currently writing another cookbook right now. Right, because it's it's stressful. But he, he made sure that it was... It was easy and simple, but did not back out on flavor. Uh, uh, flavor. So, um, uh, re- uh, recipes that are easy in execution, but like epic and flavored, was very important to you. Um, some of my favorites are the cinnamon uh, roll sheet pan pancakes, which are a super easy. You've got family over. You need something quick for breakfast. There you go. The Made in Minutes pizza cups, nom, also nom, 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 Made nom, in nom. Minutes. So delicious. And so Add dangerous. Your... We make a tray, and I'm like, I got to hold these away from me. And they're like, it's because the little tortillas, it's so thin. It's like a little... and crispy. It's a little pizza They're gone. But pub cheese, baked Thai cauliflower, chili cauliflower bites are unreal. And then there's a chickpea pot pie soup that's amazing. My gosh. And with that chickpea pot pie soup, babe, I just made that. And I'm then I used it after we only had like a cup of it. And I made a chickpea pot pie out of it. Oh, my gosh. Pie crust. Wait, is that what I have for lunch? That's what you have for lunch today. Oh, my God. I know, right? Can you hear? Can you hear? I don't know. I was going to say something. Your tummy rumbly? Something. And what's the one with the tomatoes and avocado? Oh, it's your salad. Didn't you name it after yourself? Oh, I did. Yes, Dustin's favorite summer salad because it is just that with tomatoes, avocado, corn, lime juice, and fresh basil. Y'all, this is... It's so simple, but like it's, it's so simple. The flavor you bring pops. that to a summer picnic, and oh, people done. will Forget d- about devour it. it. Yeah, I've been making it for years. I was so stoked to finally put it in a book. I'm I'm also a fan of the cheesy burger tater tots mm-hmm. and the whole roasted cauliflower. But you know my sweet tooth, and there is a simple basil pineapple sorbet in there that I love to make oh, uh, when I'm in a pinch for so some ice good. cream. So so many good eats, y'all. Oh, the one pot pomodoro. I love oh, that. Listen, I could go on. There's several. There's lots of one pot meals and sheet pan meals. I'll put links. Links in the episode notes for you to click and purchase all the things. So I say to you, that is our cookbook recommendations, not only for cooking, but also as a gift guide. And we ended with, I'll repeat it, Dustin Harder's titles, The Simply Vegan Cookbook, mm-hmm. Epic Vegan, Epic Vegan, Quick and Easy. But don't forget all the other ones we mentioned as well. So I say to you, happy shopping. Yes, happy shopping. Speaking of shopping. <gasps> Listen, if you're thinking of making a bigger purchase for a loved one or maybe to treat yourself, David and I would love to invite you to Ireland with us in 2022. That's right. April 23rd through May 2nd, 2022, to be exact. That is right. We are excited to get back out there, and we have partnered uh, with the Vegan Travel Club to visit Ireland. Um, And here to tell us about it is the founder and CEO of Vegan Travel Club, Gretchen Sheridan. All right, I'm here today with Gretchen Sheridan. She is the co-founder of Vegan Travel Club, Tierno Tours. Gretchen, we're going to Ireland. We are, we are. It's cold outside, it's Christmas now, but we're going to Ireland. (laughs) I'm so excited. So this trip that I'm going on, David's coming along. It's going to be April 23rd through May 2nd uh, in 2022. We're getting back out there. We're traveling. Tell us about this trip. What can people expect and why do they want to come with us? You want to come because this is the perfect tour of Ireland. We're going to do four major cities. We're going to do Belfast, Galway, 
Cork and Dublin. And then we're going to see little spots in between. And then you have three days in the city. All of our hotels are right smack dab in the middle of the city. So you don't have to take taxis. You're not out of the way. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You just walk out the front door of the hotel and you're right in the mix of it. So if you want to go out and adventure and take hikes and do all that, you can do that. There's plenty of stuff to do. Or you can stay right in the heart of the city and explore that. Because in between us having our city stays, we're going to travel in between the countryside to get to our next city. So we're going to see donkeys. We're going to see the donkey sanctuary. It's fabulous. Donkey it's sanctuary. What- Everybody, we're going to a donkey sanctuary. Uh, 800 donkeys all oh in one Oh, my goodness. Do we, get to, than- do we get to say hello and get yes. up close? Oh, my god! Yes, you can get up close. For 25 euro, you can adopt a donkey for a year. Oh, Sweet little, what happens to them after a year? What's that mean? Oh, we're don't, no, well, that's a donation, right? That's a donation, okay. right? It's 25. We're in. Yeah, no, it's great, it's wonderful. I'm gonna I adopt donkey four socks, donkey socks I bought last year that were fabulous. <laughs> them. No, you can, no, it's it's just a whole lot of fun. The donkeys are the highlight of the trip. Oh, that's so but, great. So, where are the donkeys at? They're actually right outside of Cork, right in outside a little of town Cork. called. Right outside of Maui. We stopped there on our way from Galway. We stopped at the Dongsi Sanctuary. Then we go to Cork. Well, from what I'm getting when I've chatted about this itinerary with you, it sounds cool because we get to sort of have some stuff that you've planned for us to do, food and events and whatnot, all that sort of thing. But then it sounds like we also have some freedom to sort of navigate our own trip and build some of our own interest into it as well. Is that correct? That's correct. So most of the time when you take a tour like this, you, you're in the heart of the city, but you have no time in the city. You're going, going, going. You're getting up at 8 o'clock in the morning. And you're leaving the whole day, and you're sure. going out and around. You come back at night. You have dinner, and then you're exhausted. So we decided on this trip to give one day in the city and one day outside of the city in the area. So you get to see everything. So you have enough free time on this, on this tour that you get to see the little things that you wouldn't be able to see on a tour. I love that. So break it down then. We're talking about cities. What cities are we going to on this tour? Where are we going? Okay, we start in Belfast, which is fabulous. Belfast is so young, so vibrant. There's so much to do in the city of Belfast. And on your free day, on your free day, you can go out there. One UNESCO site, it's the Giant's Causeway. And that's where the lava rocks came out of the sea and they make these octagon formations. And there's hikes you can do all around there. It's spectacular. It's well worth it. Very organized. You just hop on the bus in the morning and the t- in the middle of the square and they take you around the whole day and they bring you back. Amazing. And then Belfast, the clubs are the best. The oh, pubs. And all that. Are we going they're clubbing, the best in, They're the best in all of Ireland. Don't tell the rest of Ireland because they'd be very upset. <laughs> but they are the best. They are the best. They're, they're just so cozy. They're all made out of wood on the inside and you sit down with a whole bunch of strangers. Yeah. And you sing songs and just right. it's just a, it's a wonderful night. It's really okay. nice. Then we move from Belfast and we go to Galway. And Galway is the street entertainer capital of Ireland. Okay. So all day, every day, 24 hours, it's just the streets are full of all kinds of artists. So you see everything from Irish tap dancing to rock concerts right. all through the main street. And our hotel is right on the edge. So I picked this hotel because it's just a little quieter. Sure. Because Galway can be very noisy. Okay. So, so you can get, get off right the up. get off the just path a little bit, bit and get some sleep. Just, just enough. It's like a five minute walk <laughs> to the main streets. So at night, you know, because the hotels all give you earplugs. 
so you can sleep. Because ah, you, you know, name- Gretchen, you know me. If I don't get my sleep, I'll be a cranky boy. Yes. No, they give you the plugs because <laughs> you can sleep at night. Because it's so because it's it's a party city. Galway's a great, party city. good. It's a lot of fun, a lot of food, a lot of stuff. It's and the, and they have one of the best vegan restaurants in Galway, right Amazing. across the street from my town. So that's great. Fantastic. And then we take then we take the ride down from Galway to head towards Cork. That's the longest trip we're going to take, and okay. our donkey century is on the way that day. But there's also the burn right there, which we're going to stop in. That's a really neat um, area. It's the most uh, country part of Ireland. It's well preserved, all organic. It's it's very charming, Great. and that's where the cliffs of Moher are and all that. And the Wild Atlantic Way. That's what they're talking about when you talk about the Wild Atlantic Way. And, and then uh, we end up in Cork, which Cork is a lot of fun too. It's the southern part of Ireland, and they're really uh, warm down there. And that's where the Titanic set sail for the last time. Okay, right from there, we're gonna go see that as well. And uh, great food all on the whole strip of Cork. And then we have, our, I have my friends there that every year that throw a party for us. That's where we're having our party. Um, it's a mother daughter team. And oh, they great. have, a, oh, they have a great little vegan cafe. It's oh, really, I love it was it. Really, when I first went there, it only fit us. It fit 30, uh, 23 <laughs> people. Then they then they made it a little bit large over the years. I've been going there for six years. So over the years, they made it a little bit larger. And now we have live music. They do a whole big party for us. So Fantastic. I'm looking forward. I haven't seen them in a few years now because of COVID. I'm really looking forward to going back. And then we head off to Dublin. Okay. Well, Dublin, most people know Dublin's the, the most, you know, the most known city in yeah. Ireland. And uh, the most historical city, you have the college and the books and the and all the um, the cathedral, sure. St. Patrick's Cathedral and all that, and the bridges that go over. And then the the vegan scene in Dublin is amazing. It is equivalent to Rome and equivalent to maybe London uh, as far as – so they do a vegan food crawl. If anybody's interested, they stop yes. in, I think, seven or seven. 100% vegan places. So it's not like they're just like a mix. They're yeah. all vegan. Places. And it's everything from, because the, the Irish food is is not the same as it used to be. Before it's just meat, potatoes. It's right. way different. The last 20 years, they've totally turned it on its ear. Okay. And it's, it's, it's just spectacular now. But it's very eclectic. Okay. It's a little bit of everything. So, you know, they have their traditional Irish um, things like a boxy. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's like a, uh-uh. it's like a, potato pancake okay and then they have um thing all the way from you know they do the fish and chips which is a classical but the sure. uh, uh vegan, vegan version is like a tofu they wrap it in the in the island seaweed uh-huh. which is the brand uh-huh. they brought back to um tradition again because they used to eat it for years and then it kind of lost its favor and now they're bringing it back it's delicious i mean what it's kind so of seaweed good. is it it's it's um the irish seaweed it's okay long- okay they have like uh, I, I, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think they have like uh, eight to ten edible versions of seaweed. Nice varieties of seaweed. Who knew? They, I didn't know. Oh, Dustin, they put them in salads. They put them in everything. They're We're delicious. Learn so much. This is so exciting. You wouldn't even know you're eating seaweed because some of them look like lettuce. Some of them look like um, like capers. Some of them I, look like big capers. But yeah, there's it's a bit. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. And then, uh, and then, of course, Dublin, you know, being the city it is, it, it has a very good pub scene, too. Yes, so our yes. last night we're there. But the best part of our Dublin trip is we go to brunch. 
Oh. And, uh, the place we're going to brunch, we walked to it from our hotel, and it is fabulous. This guy is from Serbia, and he opened this uh, vegan, 100% vegan place in downtown Dublin. He might he's might have been there for like 10 years now, okay. and he does the best vegan food in all of Dublin. And what? we go every year when we stop in, and it's fantastic. But Sunday brunches are the best. I can't wait. A brunch. And let's get into the details for everyone on this. So how does this break down in terms of uh, like, are, what sort of meals are included? And then what's the price of the trip? What are we looking at for everyone here? Okay, the price is super reasonable. It's um, $1,995. You have to put down a $400 deposit. Okay. Now, I know people are sketchy about right now with COVID. So anybody putting a deposit now, anyone putting a deposit now, it's refundable if we don't go for COVID. Okay. Okay. So if the trip gets postponed because of COVID, you'll get your $400 back. Okay. But if the trip could go, the, the, the $400 is not refundable. Gotcha. Just so everybody knows. Okay. And then what's included? Uh, you get all your hotels and transfers from place to place. Uh, you're going to get all the breakfasts, of course, for t- it's 10 days, nine nights and 10 days. And then um, I want to say that you get like, um, I want to say half your dinners are included. So 10 days, you get five dinners included. Wow. And uh, probably like four lunches. I don't know the exact number, but it's probably like four lunches. It's just a lot of food. We I mean, this a lot is a steal. This is like, how many, is this 10 days? Am I, am I? It's 10 days. Yeah. That, 10 days. This is a steal. This nights. price is amazing. And everyone listening, we've got an even better deal for you from now until what we say, Gretchen, the 23rd of December. 23rd. So right. between the 13th and 23rd of December, you can get 5% off your trip. Uh, when you go sign up, the link is in the show links here. When you go sign up, you'll get 5% off. And uh, you just use the comment holiday promo in the comments. Type that in and Gretchen's going to give you that 5% off. So we got a little Christmas deal for you. If you're still thinking about Christmas shopping, you want to buy this as a big uh, trip for you and a loved one or your family. Or if you just want to treat yourself, come along and make some new friends. We're here for it. Lots of food, lots of fun, lots of little events scheduled along the way. Gretchen, I really can't wait for this. David and I are so excited. We're thrilled that uh, we're getting back into traveling. I know you've taken some trips already and they i see them online they've all been fabulous so i'm really looking to get back out there with you we can't wait yeah it's it's gonna go really well there are we took a tour two tours in october actually they went smooth as smooth can be uh i know that people are scared about the covid traveling and everything that but things are opening up and we're doing them in the safest way possible all the hotels all the restaurants we've all geared them so that we're least contact outside of our pot of people I do right. want to remind everybody we only have ten hotel spaces left. Okay. So if you are if you are considering a sign up and and one one more thing if you're a single person don't worry there are plenty of singles along the trip with you you'll be in good company so if you're wanting to travel by yourself and you want a roommate we also have roommates available. Great, fantastic. Those are the details. Gretchen, where can everybody reach you if they want to email you and send a question? Info at tiernotours.com. Perfect. Or you can sign up on the contact sheet on the website. Great. And that's tiernotours.com. T-I-E-R-N-O-T-O-U-R-S.com. Gretchen, I love you so much. I can't wait to see you. Thank you for telling us about the trip. Oh, anytime. We're going to have a great time, Dustin. I can't wait. April can't come soon enough. 
Okay, so that was the Ireland trip. I really hope you'll consider joining us. Yes, There's also come. a link for that in the uh, show notes here. So you can click reserve your spot. Like Gretchen said, the spots are going fast. So please, please join us and take advantage of that 5% off by December 23rd if you are so inclined. So we have a fun giveaway starting today between my <gasps> account at the Vegan Roadie on Instagram and Hungry Planet Food on Instagram. Go to Instagram accounts, both of those, and follow them and then enter to win. The winners will get a copy of both of my last two books so you'll get a copy of epic vegan and also epic vegan quick and easy but you will also get a 75 dollars gift certificate to spend on the honey hungry planet website however you would like to on whatever things you want from hungry planet that's amazing i know right and at hungryplanetfoods.com they have uh, so much to choose from including uh, ready to heat meals uh, you know, for those people on the go who are busy, uh, burgers, chicken patties, crab cakes, which are delicious, beef crumbles, which are delicious, <laughs> pork, beef, and meatballs so much. Uh, the gift cards are a great win. That's a, I You can buy a lot of food for that. Right. So you get both Epic Quick, uh, Vegan Quick and Easy, Epic Vegan, and a gift card for $75 for HungryPlanetFoods.com. So just go to Hungry Planet on Instagram at HungryPlanetFoods and my account at the Vegan Roadie. We're both running the giveaway. Enter in both places to double your chances. So you just find the post with the giveaway on it. You can't miss it. Tag three friends. We will announce the winners on each account on the 18th, valid within the U.S. only for shipping reasons. Henny, of course, you understand. Now, David... We are full of fun announcements today, but I think this is the most exciting of all, my dear. Yes, we are so excited to finally share it. We have been working hard on Keep On Cooking, and we will be back in January with brand new episodes. We will! Oh my goodness, I can't wait. Thank you so much, everyone, for your patience. Um, and it, it's been so interesting because you, when we took the, hi- the hiatus, we knew we were going to come back, but we were kind of like, we don't know how it is a lot for us to navigate our lives and everything that we're doing and making money and paying bills and all that stuff like that. And also do this thing that we love. We love this podcast. So we decided to do it our way. And that way is to release a batch of episodes in January. And then I think my mind says then in six more months or so, we'll probably release another batch of episodes. But the cool thing is when something's yours, you get to do it any way you want to. And that's our business. And that's our business. As a, a dear guest <laughs> will tell us, yes, Miss Tabitha Brown is going to be Ooh. on the podcast. So she's going to be on Keep on Cooking, talking all about her New York Times best, number one bestseller number one bestseller. book, Feeding the Soul. Can't wait to have her on and can't wait to share that with you. Other guests to expect in January. We have a fantastic lineup including Robert Cheek of the number one New York Times bestseller, The Plant-Based Athlete, Chad Sarno of Wicked Healthy Cookbook and Food Product Line and Good Catch Foods, Leinana Two Moons of one of my favorite books and David's also Baconish, mm-hmm. uh, Heather and Jenny from Spork Foods. Yes. You know them, you love them over in California. They do a lot of great work with Follow Your Heart as well. They got some products that just came out. Jika Yu, author of Vegan Asian, a cookbook. Uh, you can find her at Foodie Takes Flight, I believe, on uh, Instagram. The Sober Dietitians we spoke about uh, on talking about the Mocktail Party book. Lisa from Lisa Project Vegan. Timothy Packron from Mississippi Vegan. And drumroll, honeys. We got her. She came on. She talked all about it. David, who's going to be on the pod? 
Isa Chandra Moskowitz. That's right. We got Isa Chandra Moskowitz coming on. We chat about all of her books and her new one. Which are a lot. Which are a lot. (laughs) Which are a lot. And we go through them all. Uh, And and her new one coming out in 2022 as well called Fake Meat. Uh, So it's just a really exciting time for Keep On Cooking. We're so thrilled to have all of you join us. And really, I can't wait for January to release them for you all. Um, I can't think if it's going to be January 4th or January 11th yet, if I'm being real honest. I want it to be January 4th, but I think it's going to be January 11th. Probably, probably uh, January And for 11th. good reason. There's an interview that I actually have scheduled on the 4th. So let's just, it's going to be January 11th. There we go. Look at us. We get to do things our way. David, what's your top three Christmas songs that come to mind Ooh. right away? Um, White Christmas. Um, uh, Jingle Bells, but the Barbara version. Yeah, I said jingle it. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. My favorite is when she says "upset," um, and um, the theme from Home Alone. Oh, that's good. Oh, speaking of everybody, David and I went and saw Home Alone with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, and, and it was it was everything, literally everything. Yeah, we're never gonna watch Home Alone another way. I can't. Ever again. I can't do it, it again. So cool. It was so cool. How about you? Uh, I think Christmas actually um, that that bit from the part of the score from home alone i shared with david after we saw it i used to have the score to home alone and i listened to it all the time when i was a kid but that at the airport running through the airport um uh must have been the mistletoe is one of my all-time favorite christmas songs sure it's uh I'm sure many people have recorded it, but there's a version by Barbara Mandrell that I absolutely love. Um, And then Hard Candy Christmas. I'm a sucker for it. Sure. Just a sucker. Hey. Maybe Maybe I'll. I'll. Yeah, exactly. Um, Listen, everybody. So excited to be back with some episodes. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, I hope we gave you some nice little tidbits for your holidays, maybe some gift options, and maybe you'll join us in Ireland. Yes, join us in Ireland. But uh, most of all, you know, go back and, and listen to previous episodes. Yeah. Um, please, please share on social media. It does help us as we, you know, we're, we're getting these like great guests, you know, um, and we and they've got great stories to tell and they've got, um, you know, they're, they're doing some good work uh, for the home cook. So, you know, please share these on social media, follow us on Instagram, um, you know, share, 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 download, download, download. Those are those numbers are important. The, that That's our Christmas wish. Yeah, we've got lots that's of Christmas, Christmas wishes. Wish. And one of them is that you have an amazing, fantastic and safe. Please be safe yes. this Christmas. And we know a lot of you are going to be getting together in groups. Traveling, so, so just be safe. Take it easy, be safe, and do what feels right to you. Be intuitive about it. If you're like, this ain't right, then you know, then it'll wait till next Christmas until you see whoever or whatever it is. But whatever it is, stay safe. We love you. Follow us at the yes. Vegan Roadie, and you can find us at veganroadie.com. And uh keep on cooking. And remember, it's nice to be nice. This has been a Muzzy Cat production. <laughs>